This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everybody, producer Ryan here. The audio quality on this episode isn't the best, but we still think it's a really good app, so please enjoy. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a pop or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug Hey, 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 everybody. Uh, you know what I'm going to say next. I wish I knew what I was going to say next. My name is Doug, and I love movies. I thought that would be a pretty good one. <laughs> I think they set up the stage that I would want to sit on that end. And I also always say don't give all the comedians, uh, all my guests, their own microphone stands. Because that's just, those are just in the way now. 
but I didn't notice that they did that before I came up here, so we're just going to have to live with it. I'm glad we talked that through, Kansas City. <laughs> of course, we're coming to you. I guess maybe I'm a little tense because this is the second time, and hopefully the first time we will successfully record the show. I'm scared that there's a, like an open laptop just sitting on the stage. That doesn't seem like a good idea. But uh, we'll, we'll see how it works out. I'll, I'll point it out to all the guests when they get up here so nobody stomps on it. It's Saturday, August 15th, 2015 at 420-ish. Let me see those name tags, Kansas City. <laughs> Instead of Kill Bill, there's Bill Bill. Instead of Angela's ashes, there's Angela's hashes. So that's cute that you still changed something in the title, Angela. Ernest saves Christmas. Your name is Ernest? It's Christmas. Oh, man. Why didn't I notice that? Dead Joe at Society, because your name, of course, is Society. <laughs> Whoa, there's a big Willy Wonka face. Have I seen that one before? Last year, okay, well, nobody heard about it. There's a really elaborate killer clown situation over there which looks like some kettle corn and some uh, whatever that other stuff is called, cotton candy. It says cotton candy right on it. I'm like, whatever that's called. That cotton candy bag over there? What do they call that? Jenny McGuire instead of Jerry. You guys did a great job. There's lots of good ones. Oh, and Nate's here with another Dream Douglas Movies cast. Did we destroy the last one? Jeff stole it. Jeff Tate kept it the last time he did that. All right, you guys can put it down. You're gonna get your arms are gonna get sore. And um, let's uh, do a couple little uh, things before I get my guests out here. Um, Last night, thank you to all uh, who endured the Benson movie interruption at the Alamo Draft House of Kansas City Bummer. Bummer. From 1972, the story of a woman who perseveres by getting knocked down by her family, her coworkers, and her boss. I think she just takes all that shit just for being beautiful. And the whole movie, if you've never seen it, it just feels like you're watching a movie that somehow got uh, drugs put in its drink by Bill Cosby. Because <laughs> it's blurry and wobbly and never sure what's supposed to be happening. <laughs> uh, according to this piece of paper, Getting Doug with High, it's gonna, we're going to do a new one on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Doug Benson. This Tuesday, at a time to be determined, I've got a prize bag full of fabulous prizes, but let's uh, talk about what's in there with my guests. Please give a big warm welcome to Adam Ferrara, Mike Saccone, and Graham Elwood. Watch out for this laptop. It's on the stage. Checking some email with that laptop. That ought to be cool. I see that uh, it looks like two of you got those mics. Oh, we got a broken one over here. Yeah. That's why oh, we didn't really need it. I've been dealing it. with that all week. Now I'm Axl Rose. <laughs>
Like, uh, yeah, that's not bad if you want to hold it like that, I guess. That'll, that'll that's work. not bad from the guy who has a mic stand. That's well, I have it because I have to do some hands-free games play at one point in the show. But normally we just... <laughs> hands-free games play. Normally we just have to put the mics on the on the comic seats is, so that they don't have a mic stand to mess around with. That's the website this is on, hands-free games play. Let's introduce Mike first, because he he's not talking so far. He's being a professional, even though he has... I like how you and Graham both have those mic stands that uh, they give to comedians sometimes, even though we're not going to play an instrument. Ever. Exactly. And we yeah. never configure these out. Like, yeah. only a musician... This is a Rubik's Cube that only a musician can figure out. Mm -hmm. I don't like them. If I had an accordion and I had to adjust this, this would be perfect. I don't think you could... Where would the accordion go? How could you even... Well, yeah, you'd have to really... Sideways if you want, then you yeah. get your big fat accordion out front. You'd have to really work it out. Yeah. Uh, Mike is in town performing here at the uh, Kansas City Improv all weekend long, right, Mike? Yeah, I actually live here now, Doug. You didn't know that. I did know that. You mentioned yeah. it earlier. Yes, I, I took note of it in my head. I... <laughs> I know how your head goes. Yeah, and so that was out, out immediately. Sometimes it's gone shit right away. on you. Yeah. But I'm from here, and then I moved back here after 30 years away. Yeah, um, you were out in L.A. Back. You were a part of the, my poker gang that played way exactly. too much poker. Yes, that band of no good nicks. We played a lot For of poker. For way too much poker. money. Like, there'd be some guys that would play that have tons of money, and then us, and we would lose money to people that did confuse Yes, to, yes. It the was more, terrible. At the time, the more famous ones seemed to be killing us, and then now you're the famous one, so you're probably... Oh, well, thank you very much. It's probably why I don't play poker at all anymore. It's no fun if you... By the way, don't the need to win. <laughs> <laughs> so it's totally but good when you're just like a junk. Like, Come on, rent. That's what makes it exciting. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, but the fact that I even know you, my uh, punk ass hoodlum stoner daughters finally think I'm cool. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I know. It's kind of fucked up, but I'm like, yeah, I know. Will he sign my bong? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's not tough to pull off. But you brought, for the prize bag, you brought something uh, yeah. interesting that I can't find right now. They're stolen items, the, what I brought. And the feds are hot on my tail, so I'm moving the merchandise over to you. It's uh, two lighters from the uh, Garfield and Oates swag Garfunkel. merchandise. Garfunkel. You know, uh, Kate Micucci and that blonde chick. Uh, the other chick. Yeah, Garfunkel and, and Oates. Yeah. <laughs> Garfield and Oates. Garfield and Oates. My daughter, Lana, she was their assistant, and she handled all their merchandise. And while it was at our house, I, I stole some shit out of the bag. So Two of them, you guys. Some two two Garfield yeah. and And they're a combination lighter and bottle opener, so you can go both ways. All right, and so good. that's a good uh, gift from a first-time guest. And we have another first-timer on the show. Everybody give it up for Adam Ferrara. Let's hear it for him. Thank you. Also performing this weekend, all, all weekend long, all night strong here at the KC Improv. Are you allergic to uh, unusual mic stands? No, he, he sneezed. And yeah, that's what I meant. You jeremy bastard. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Adam brought a copy of his uh, comedy DVD, Funny as Hell. Yeah. 
And snacks. Oh, yeah, that's right. He also brought a kind vanilla blueberry. Gluten-free and intact. Yeah, and they say that it's chewy with a crunch. So that's intact. Can't that's possibly be good for you to put yes. inside your... Intact. I did. I didn't want to bring you something broken. I'm a first-time guest, for Christ's sake. You know, so I didn't want to bring broken, yet I get broken. See how you get fucked on this show? <laughs> <laughs> and Graham Elwood is here, everybody. Hey! What's up, Kansas City? Take control, Fountain City. Take control of your improv in a fake mall town. <laughs> I think Pleasantville was filmed here. <laughs> True story, guys. Uh, you brought some stuff for the bag. You brought a uh, copy of your CD, Palm Strike Dance Party. Yeah, there you go. And it is fully intact. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm not going to be an asshole. Bring a broken CD. <laughs> and you bought a Palm Strike uh, T-shirt. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Which are perfect for the drunk who needs to cross the street late at night. There you go. Great for you cycling. You really light up in this uh, reflective yeah. yellow. Doing community service by your local freeway because you had some... Drunken driving issues? I got some uh, CDs from uh, not only my own CD, but others from uh, SpecialThingRecords.com. There's a Bob Odenkirk one and a Dave Hill one that we're going to put in the prize bag. Yeah. Nice. He was also from the poker game. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Odenkirk would dip in once in a while. Oh, that's true. You're right. Yes, I he... thought I was thinking Dave Hill. Um <laughs> Also, we got a copy of uh, this book that I've given out a few copies of on the show by Kyle Burbank. It's available on Amazon, and he's at uh, D23, the big uh, Disney uh, convention this weekend. I should have plugged this earlier than now. But uh, the book's called The E-Ticket Life, Stories, Essays, and Lessons Learned from My Decidedly Disney Travels. And I'm learning some, some great stuff about it. Did you, Graham, when you were in Tokyo, did you uh, get anywhere near Disney Tokyo? No, Chris Mancini went when we were there shooting earbuds. I don't know what this crazy feedback is, but I brought that directly from Tokyo. I think the microphones don't like you or what you have to say. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm getting the microphones are pulling a Tokyo drift. Tech term. All right, so I'll get Chris on the show sometime and ask him about Tokyo Disney. Yeah, he's got a lot to do. He's, he's, go. he's got kids, so he's always, any Disney, anything, he knows. He's When we were over there, he's like, oh, dude, you want to come to Tokyo Disney with me? I'm like, no, I'm going to walk around a samurai village. I'm sure they have that portion of there at Disney. But not a Amongst all one. the worlds of wonder. You could yeah. just go to Epcot and stay here. They got a Tokyo thing yeah. here. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and they got a Kaishaku booth. Mm -hmm. That's ritual suicide, folks. Uh, Worlds of Fun had the Zambezi Zinger. I think that's kind of Japanese, oh, okay. isn't it? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. A local reference, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. listening at home. I've got the local edge, boys. Try to keep up. <laughs> Graham and I have been to Worlds of Fun. We went there. I love oh, it. That was yeah. my first showbiz job ever. I was a gunfighter when the train would come around and it would rob that we would rob that was me. Thank you. Mike Sacconi Mike Sacconi probably robbed some of your childhoods, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Sacconi robbed from his own children. He took two lighters to give to you. <laughs> and then I mentioned her name on the podcast. So 
She's on the hook. <laughs> also in the bag, a copy of Schmovie, the hilarious game of outlandish films, which they keep sending me boxes of these things, and I have to travel around. I hope the TSA doesn't think Schmovie is some sort of uh, movement or something, because it's always in my bag, a Schmovie. But they say they're making a smaller version of it, so I'm like, good, send me those. Because these big ones are just going to end up in the garbage. And then also a T-shirt from Chameleon Glass. Thanks for holding that very much. Uh, so all of that's going in the prize bag. Yeah! Well, before we play games, I always like to check in with everybody and see what they're seeing at the cinema or at home on their Netflix or wherever. Graham Elwood, what's the the last movie you saw? I believe I was sitting next to you. Yes, while you, you were. It. I did not squeeze in a second movie between the twelve thirty showing of Straight Outta Compton and coming here. So yeah, we saw that at the Alamo Draft House. That was amazing. Loved it. Uh, highly recommended. And the soundtrack, like I would say, see it on a big screen with good sound because the soundtrack was awesome. And all those actors, it was great. I loved it's it. It's just very well cast. Like everybody, yeah. I mean, Ice Cube's kid plays Ice Cube, but everybody else is just. Extremely well cast, and uh, I mean, he's good at it too. He does a good job. I mean, don't, I don't want to get any out there. What is Ice Cube's son's name, Graham? Do O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, there you go. All right. I Nobody he... gave a shit that I knew that. I thought he'd have fun with it and be oh, like shaved ice or. How hard is it to remember that? It was on the screen. It's Fuck. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Ice Cube. The man to your right didn't remember it. Oh. <laughs> and I you're stunned about that. Well, those were they were all new names to me. I don't know the guy who played Dr. Dre or Eazy E, uh, but uh, I th- MC Ren. I think they all did a great job. Yeah. And uh, the young, the guy who plays Snoop Dogg does is good. I'm saying too much. <laughs> I don't want to give away what happens. Uh, <laughs> spoiler that, alert: that, that, that NWA band. not still together. Yeah, some things don't work out, but. Um, <laughs> What a pleasant way of putting that. But it's mostly like <clears throat> the surprising thing to me is how uh, I mean I know I know they're all badass. We know that about them, but also they just really bring a likability to all of them that I wasn't necessarily expecting. Especially Easy E, who I knew yeah. the least about. Uh, so and that guy, the guy who played Easy E, did an amazing job too. There's, he's like the bulk of the movie. And those scenes with him and Paul Giamatti are just awesome. Like it's a really solid film. And Paul Giamatti played Suge Knight. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He has got range, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he I'll can tell play. You oh, he's unbelievable. I'm telling you. He hangs vanilla ice out of a second-story window. It's, it's badass. There is some sug activity in the film that's solid a little upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, he does some stuff. Uh, what about you, Mike? Have you... Uh, um, you, do you go see I, I movies see like that with your kids now, I guess? I live vicariously through their movies, and they tell me how cool they are, and then I don't usually go. Um, <laughs> I my latest I saw Still Alice, a real uh, upbeat kind of. Oh yeah, the kids love it. That's a f- that's a frothy romp. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you if you like to be dehydrated at the end of the movie from fucking tears, that's the movie for you, baby. Well, I'll tell you, Straight Outta Compton is strangely uh, has a lot of uh, sad parts. I bet. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It ends up being pretty moving. 
Another one that really wrecked me recently was the a documentary about Amy Winehouse. Amy, I wanted to see that. It's so heavy, but also it, it's uplifting because it just celebrates that, that she was a pretty uh, amazing artist. Like, they have a lot of her songs in the movie, and I've never understood what the fuck she's saying, so... They have uh, yeah. It all gets explained. They like, have why? subtitles of all the you know that, that they have all the lyrics, and uh, so it's much easier to follow. And uh, and I, I got to verify. Yes, you did just say Roger Moore in a song. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, when uh, my daughter again introduced me to her before she was famous, and she play, on the way to school she played her in the car, and I said this this is some uh, old black lady, right? And she said no. It's like a 24-year-old British chick. And I'm like, holy shit. She was fantastic. I love yeah. to watch her perform, too. I mean, she was just so passionate. The, the one problem I had with that documentary is they didn't use enough. Uh, they didn't cut to the in, They interviewed all these. They got all these great interviews, right? Her ex-husband, her manager, her friend, saying these really heartfelt things. They had amazing behind-the-scene footage, which I thought the director used well. But then they wouldn't, like the mom saying... Oh, you know, she's a little girl. She said, you know, mother, I'm going to just eat whatever I want or throw it up. And I didn't think that was a problem at the time. Then there's this long pause. But I guess it maybe should have done something about that. <laughs> and I'm like, I would have loved to have seen the mom's face as those like that just comes crashing down on her in the interview. But they never showed any and I know it was a directorial choice and it just drove me a little crazy because I was like I want to see all these people the regret in all of their voices and the yeah it just it just bummed me out I would like to see film of her watching the movie back going, I've made a mistake or two yeah excuse me I have a note could you cut that <laughs> I don't look too good all right I liked it Lou Geese did you see it did you like it? He loved it, so set up, Graham. <laughs> didn't say I didn't love it. Said the director should have brought me in more emotionally. I should have yeah, been crying at the end of that one, and I wasn't because I was fucking frustrated. Going, Why aren't I not seeing the fucking heart. faces? Yeah. yeah <laughs> the last one I saw was the Love and Mercy, the, uh, the Brian Oh, Williams. so good. And I love yeah. my father. God, that poor guy got that guy Brian Mercy. His father just destroyed him. You just look at everything. If you wanted to get sucked into that, I was like, oh, God. He should have gone crazy quicker with that fucking childhood. He's just writing these songs and these things that came out of him, but it was really, really good. That's a good film. Yeah, yeah it's good. Uh, I, I, uh, there's not as much of it in uh, Straight Outta Compton, but in both movies I did like that uh, there was you know, something put into uh, the, the creating of, of music and, and, and how it's done, you know, because uh, usually if it's a, a life like uh, Brian Wilson's had, they c would concentrate pretty solely on all the bad things that happened to him. And, and not show him creating so much yeah, amazing the process, music. They focused on the process. Does Giamatti play the uh, psychiatrist in that one? The, he's, uh, no, he's a manager, too. And in both both of these films, it's kind of like, dude, settle down, man. You're, you're really getting in a little too personal with your uh, clients' lives. But isn't that what managers do, guys? <laughs> what? Yeah, skim tin and hit you later, motherfucker. That was my manager most of the time. Uh, the last movie I saw was a film called Straight Outta Compton that uh, 
I enjoyed a great deal. I thought the director should have showed more of the emotion in how... Yeah, N- there we go. There's NWA, a great example. You never show NWA talking about Amy Winehouse for a second, and I really thought that would be a great moment to see yeah. how sad they were. All those close-ups of the Easy e character, you know, feeling heartfelt. Wouldn't it have been great to not see that and to just show behind the scenes of those guys backstage being crazy? Wouldn't have been that been better than seeing their fucking faces have real emotional moments. Got it, Graham. Got it. Should have gone to rehab. I think uh, Graham needs to rip a bowl, don't you think? His- I think, yeah. I think oh. also, though, the, those people around Amy are just in shock because, as often happens in those things, you really don't. Uh, unfortunately, people don't see these things coming. Because, like, uh, Kurt Cobain montage of Heck has a lot of similar, like, everyone just sort of like, yeah, it was just, we knew he was not happy, but uh, didn't expect that or didn't know what to do to stop it. On that fun note, (laughs) speaking of blowing your head off with a shotgun while on a heroin coma, let's play some movie games. Let's do a round of love like, hate, hate like. People love it. There's nothing at stake yet. Name tags haven't been chosen. It's just current sort of a fun little round of uh, opinions being thrown around. And uh, it shouldn't get as ugly as it just did. <laughs> but you never know because this, there's going to make, make some powerful choices here. Uh, I'm going to name an actor or actress, and then we're going to just go through one at a time. We'll start with Graham there on the other end. and just First we'll do Love, a movie by that person that you love. Then we'll do Like, Hate. And then a movie you hate yourself for liking. You can pass once if you uh, don't want to insult somebody or for whatever reason. I think, mm-hmm. I think on the last show somebody didn't have a love for whoever it was. Didn't love one of their movies, which was sad. Um, let's do Meryl Streep because she's got this new movie out right now, Ricky and the Flash. And uh, she's done a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Graham, what's a Meryl Streep movie that you love? I'll go Deer Hunter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Speaking of uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a super fun film. It starts out boring with a wedding, but then adds, ends really fun with uh, suicide games. Yeah. Ow! Suicide Ow! games in a, in, Ow! Ow! Yeah, in a tiger trap or whatever. That was amazing. Ow! Yeah. Honey, get the kids. Mow! Yeah, I, I actually uh, live next door to the guy who was the uh, stunt coordinator on that. And uh, the, you know when they, they just escape from that, the Mao scene, the guys, mm-hmm. they sh- turn and shoot the guys. And that scene where they're escaping down the river and the one guy breaks his leg and they have to drag him along. And they shot it for forever. And then the guy wanted to reshoot it. And he was the guy who, ru- was it Michael Shimino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who ruined the studio with Heaven's Gate by shooting and overshooting and overshooting and cost him zillions of dollars. And he wanted to reshoot that scene. And the guy, my neighbor, said, fuck no. We got it, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to ruin the studio again. And in the movie, I think uh, they got it. He was very, uh, what's the word, like he uh, omniscient or... uh he predicted that that would happen with Heaven's Gate because Heaven's Gate, of course, was after the Deer Hunter. <laughs> the success of the Deer Hunter is why they gave him so much money for Heaven's Gate, and then he went way over and never You've got that never right. Made 
They let him totally shoot that roller skating wrong. scene in the barn in Heaven's Gate. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, he was on the yeah, stand. He worked on going, both. Yeah, I know what happened with Heaven's Gate, Marty. Don't go over on the deer hunter also. It'll cause a domino effect. It'll You're ruin right. film forever. You're right. You're right. Was that the guy? God, and he smoked so much weed. How does he remember all that shit? You're right. That is how I think that's how it went. I'm just guessing. Well, so, it, I think you're right. No, because he told me the story, and now that you said it back to me, he went, that is what he said. Yeah. So what about, uh, do you have a movie by Meryl Streep or with Meryl Streep that you love? Passionate about? Well, Sophie's Choice. Wow, that's interesting that you would choose. Another laugh riot. (laughs) Yes, because I I have two daughters, too, and sometimes I play that game in my head just for fun. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And ironically, one of them is named Sophia, Sophie's Choice. But she doesn't always win the game in my head. Uh, And the winner changes week to week. Depending on who's fucking pissing me off. I'm going with the Devil Wears Prada just to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Just make it. Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with Meryl yeah, Streep. Nothing is, makes me happier than a little Anne Hathaway in my life. <sighs> She's probably most likable in that. She's in this new one with Robert De Niro, the intern, and it looks, it looks kind of charming from yeah. uh, Nancy Myers of, of It's Complicated. But for my love for Meryl Streep, I'm going to go with uh, a motion picture she did with Albert Brooks called Defending Your Life. Oh, yes. Good film. Yes, thank you very much. Good job. It's a very good decision on my part, but I got to think about it ahead of time for a few minutes. These guys is getting sprung on them. Right. So, Graham, is there a Meryl Streep movie that you merely like? <sighs> Merely like. Yeah, you don't go crazy over it, but oh, it's nice. worth a yeah, moment of people's time. I like it. It's not it was... the three-hour-long deer hunter bum out. I'll go the what's her name when she plays uh, that what the Iron Lady. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, she plays Margaret Thatcher. That movie's not the greatest movie in the world, but her portrayal of Margaret Thatcher I thought was good. You know what I mean? I got to see her face in close-ups. Were you emotionally that's a treat. Were you emotionally connected? Because I know that's a pet peeve of yours if you're not emotionally connected. Yeah. Good. All right. Tied in. <laughs> Mike, what's one that you just like? Uh, that I just like? Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Julia? The uh, Julia Childs movie? So you're like a foodie? Oh, was, you like all the cooking? That's the I, one I was going to go. Yeah. I lo- I, you know, I kind of love it, but I had to put it down just a notch because uh, it wasn't that interesting a person to do a movie about, but she made it better. But I really liked it. For the sake of answering your question. I, I liked it watching food. God, I just love to eat, and the food looked so, wasn't it? Yeah. The too f- bad Meryl Streep wasn't in uh, the John Favreau movie. Chef. About- Chef. That'd be perfect, then, for, this, for our purposes here. Yeah. Would she play John Linguizamo's character in that and just be like... I'm going to help you with the tapas or whatever. I'm going to make empanadas. Is that how? <laughs> I'm just trying to vision. I'm trying to figure out how she would. People that say she could play anything, though, need to check out her scene as a rabbi in uh, Angels in America and just go, okay, we've got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, that's... It's a lady pretending to be an old rabbi. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Do you want to also go with Julie and Julia? That's what I was going to go with. I don't mind. That's, that's cool. Because you, you kind of like it. All right. 
it's I, kind of a chick flick for dudes, right? Because of all the mm-hmm. food and uh, and Julia Child was a, a, a hilarious character, like yeah. the way she spoke and uh, Dan Aykroyd's portrayal was the best. He was just bleeding. <laughs> that was great. I wanted to see that scene in there. Yeah, they don't, they don't cut themselves enough. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't cut themselves. Enough. Here's one that I like. Uh, it's a kind of a fun adventure film, The River Wild. Oh. Where she kind of plays, you know, mm-hmm. a badass who gets into some situations with the uh, evil uh, Kevin Bacon, yeah. and she gets, a, you know, she figures out ways to uh, f- to fight back, and sh- they actually have a few, at least one hand-to-hand combat scene, I think, and she holds her own. So I say, good for her. <laughs> good for her. I like it. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time to release the venom. Graham, what are you angriest at about her career? What what movie did Meryl Streep do that you hated? It's that fucking dumb one where they sang the whole yep. time. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Yeah, that one. fucking bag of dicks. I'm in. I can't. I'm in. <laughs> Mamma Mia. I'm in. You guys didn't really see that movie, though. I hate it on principle. The goddamn movie poster made you want to punch it in the face. When how bad it was, Abba didn't even go. <laughs> Do you have one, Mike? Uh, the one she made with Roseanne Barr. Oh, yeah, She-Devil. She-Devil, yeah. Oh, with that thing on her face. But, like, I'm the one that should talk with yeah, thing on my face. I was, just, I was like, really, Meryl? Do you need the dough that bad? Yeah, that was the one she dipped below Did the I bar take it? Me. You want the summer house? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I Bruce understand. Willis in She-Devil? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Death Becomes Her. Yeah. Poster with a hole in someone's stomach and... Goldie Hawn. Right, yeah. right. That, that movie's that's, not uh, so bad. That's, yeah, that's just uh, just like above that, that a, a half a rung. That was good. Can I can I change my food movie to that one? Wait, what? Yeah, never mind. Oh, Death Becomes Her is now your yeah. like. The category wasn't food movies, by the way. You move fucking <laughs> categories on us. No, pay attention. But Death Becomes Her is a great food movie, you guys. <laughs> well, if we're gonna go food movies, and I say the that road. Is- Oh, really? You moan that, you fucking assholes? It's, uh, the road. It's a good cannibal joke. Don't moan it. You're in a fake mall town. It's all right. There's a Beth Becomes Her sign right, right there. over there. Speak ah. of the devil. Beth so if we had any more questions about that movie, she yeah. show us the poster. Show us the poster. Uh, I saw a play on stage that I enjoyed a great deal and thought, oh, it's got an all-star cast, including Meryl Streep. Maybe they'll turn it into a good movie. But I really hated uh, August Osage County. Yeah, uh, I like that movie. I'm sorry. Why? I really dug it. It's a few well, hours away from the kids. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, she played uh, my first mother-in-law exactly. And, uh, and you so like that? Well, I was intrigued by it. I loved watching it because I kept drawing parallels, and it was. But uh, I kind of liked it overall. Okay. Yeah. You didn't see it on stage first. No, I did not. So you just you saw the play and the movie. I saw the play a couple times, and then I saw the movie, and I really loved the play. So that's why that movie annoyed me. They like they just put as many famous people in there as they could. Okay. It's a family in the right. South, and Ewan McGregor and Benedict Cumberbatch are in it. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, yeah, they're great actors. They could show off and pretend to be Southern idiots, but uh, why not just hire some real Southern I- idiots, give them a chance? And and it was real Southern because they had a little incest going on. In the, yeah, oh, it yeah. It was very Southern. It's got everything. 
It's got everything I look for in a movie, but... <laughs> it's like a three-hour play, and they cut it down like to a two-hour movie. Fucking. That's what I look for in a movie. Some good cousin fucking. I'm from Missouri, you know. We like a little good cousin fucking now and then. Yeah, cousin fucking. <laughs> Oh, that gets a laugh in the road. Graham, do you have a Meryl Streep movie that you hate yourself for liking? I hate, I, the reason I brought it up, I hate the fact that I love Death Becomes Her. I hate that movie. It's so stupid, and it's on TV, and I watch it, and I'm, like, laughing, and I think it's great. I'm like, oh, close the blinds. I don't, I'd rather have my neighbors wa- hear me watching porn than, like, Going, oh Goldie, how? Like, but it's it gets me every time. It's also though it is interesting from the perspective of uh, the, the insanity of uh, plastic surgery and having things done to try to uh, remain young looking, you know, and how they both mm-hmm. go over the top with it until they're both like twisty weirdo pretzels that are still, yeah. still fighting each other and hitting each other with shovels and shit. And the fact that, that Bruce Willis is just like, usually he's always the badass and that he's just like, fumble McGillicuddy, bunk, bunk. Yeah. Like, that I love. He can do it all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he can be you Bruce, can he can be Bruno. Oh, Man's got a lot of range. Yeah. Fumble McGillicuddy. Yeah. <laughs> that was my rap name, by the way, Fumble McGillicuddy. I saw that. Back in college. Um, yeah, you were ahead of the curve on that. <laughs> White rap hadn't really caught on when when fumble was in the game. <laughs> do you have a Mike? Do you have a one that you hate that you like? You like that you hate that I like that I hate. You hate yourself for liking it. And is it this? Are we still on Meryl, Meryl Streep? Yeah, let's finish it off with a little Meryl Streep. <laughs> Again, does not have to be food related. But it needs to have Meryl Streep in it. I, yeah. don't, I don't love that I hate anything that she's in. I really dig her. And I didn't see ABBA, so, you know. Right, that might be yours if you loved it and hated yourself for it. Yeah, I love that I didn't see it. That's good. Yeah. That fits. That's good. Sure, sure. Uh, what I about love the fact that I think she can do the accents, you know, except for the Jewish one that you brought up, which I didn't see. But That was more an appearance thing, that she looked like a lady with a beard on, but... Uh, but yeah, her accents are uh, are quite. I good. hate that. And then the other thing with the English actors, like when they do like really good American accents, you know, and and I sound like we're walking here, no matter what the fuck I do. And they that really and they do it all the time. Like you, you watch them on a TV series, then you see them on a talk show, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" And you're like, "What the fuck, house?" I know. And the Irish guys too. They look like you know. I live under a bridge, and they're fucking doing. Oh, I hate that shit. Uh, do you have a one that you like? I that need some you choices. Like? I, 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 I've gone through all the Mel Street ones I've seen, so I need some choices. What do I? Okay. What about Bridges of Madison County? Nah, I didn't see that. What about Somebody Ate My Dingo? No. Nah, oh, the baby. Somebody ate, ate my, my dingo. <laughs> That's the movie goes, poster. Yeah, the working I'm gonna go with title. That. For... I'm going to go with that because I remember seeing it and I go, oh, Zoinks. fuck! I hope she eats the other one too. Stop! <laughs> Just stop it with the dingo and the baby. Yeah, it was a very unpleasant character that she played in that. Uh, of course, she was in Kramer versus Kramer. She mm-hmm. that, that was a good. good one. That was, that was good. Really sued for good. divorce and custody of that cute little boy. Mm-hmm. And Dustin Hoffman was like. Um, <laughs> what was that? Could you do that again? <laughs> that was so on the money. There's going to be no chocolate chip. There's no chocolate chip. What? 
you have missed your calling. You should have been an impression. He has a time. really big blow up over whether or not the kid can have some chocolate chip. And yeah, he I remember. Takes the big spoon of it, and he's like putting it closer. He's like, um, I just want you doing that. I want that on my computer as a leap. Never things are getting down. I hate I hate myself for liking Mama Mia is what I wrote down. Oh, Doug. Oh. Wow. We still love you, Doug. I knew that would be an emotional finish to this game to satisfy Graham. God damn it. Sweet, about sensitive time. guy. But that was just for fun. Now shit's about to get serious. Let the games begin. Yes. What a lovely, lovely voice. Love that. That's great. Wow. That's great. All right, so gentlemen, pick your name tags and start your boners. What? I want this Gene Wilder lady. While you oh, guys, I want While you guys do that, oh, we'll do this. fighting over her I'll now? Fight you over that. We'll be, we'll be right back. Where's... Save big money at Menards. All right, we're back. Who are you playing for there, Graham? I'm playing for uh, Big Hero Caleb. He took a Big Hero 6 poster and put his photo, yours, and mine on various characters. Oh, let me see that. Yeah. Oh. I no. almost went with a big Terminator head that had lights in the eyes. That was pretty fucking sweet. I got to give that credit. Heidi to Judgment Day. Why the hell did you, didn't you pick that? What's so special about this Big Hero 6 thing? No, it had my picture on it. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> the guy made a little version of you. He, he crafted that. Yeah, I'm Go-Go Tamago. <laughs> All right, Mike, who are you playing for? You got a lot of... Uh, business on the back there. Yeah, I'm playing for Taylor Wonka at the Chocolate Factory. Right here. Pretty it's clever, changing Willie to Taylor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. so close and almost rhymes, Taylor and Willie. But that is a nice, giant picture of uh, Gene exactly. Wilder. That's why I picked it. I love Gene Wilder, and it's just mm -hmm. a great shot of him. All right. No tampering, just him. Well, hang on to that, and uh, I'll try to remember the name is Taylor. And Beth becomes her, of course. Yes, I had to pick How Beth. How can we forget that? That's who Adam That's picked. That's you. Right. right there. Yes. You look good uh, in that, don't you? Get, doesn't you get, Doug look uh, good? Like he's yeah. in a tuxedo, like he's passing a stone? <laughs> yeah, I could have been, I would have been much better than Bruce Willis in that, uh, in that role. And with Beth, of course. All right. Uh, all right. That's who you guys are playing for. I'm going to run you through a series of games. Uh, this first game, we're going to start with Adam and work our way across to Graham. Uh, and it's called How Much Did This Shit Make? It's a movie where you all have to guess how much a movie made at the domestic box office according to uh, boxofficemojo.com mm -hmm. in millions without going over. Uh, there's a movie out right now that uh, people are hating on quite severely. I have not seen it for that very reason. I trust the world on this. Uh, it's called The Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Oh. Yeah, and they say it's not going to, you know, it's, it's certainly not, uh, doesn't seem to be the one that's going to revive that uh, franchise. Mm. But I want to go back to, you know, when this one, when the word first started coming out that it wasn't good, I was like, well, how much worse could it be, you know, could it possibly be worse than the last time they tried with the Fantastic Four movie? And so that's what I want to go back to is the Fantastic Four from 2005. Mm -hmm. oh. How much money... Domestically, in its whole run, do you think it made? Whole run domestically. Adam Ferrara. Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with... One with Alba. 
Yeah. Oh, Jessica Alba. Somebody mm-hmm. spilled a drink. Somebody just knocked a drink over because they probably got married to that movie or something. Mm. <laughs> that was our wedding song. <laughs> that 90-minute bag of shit. <laughs> I need to return this thing costume. <laughs> Flame on! <laughs> How much did it make? Uh, yeah, what do you think? total. Yeah. Mm. no reason to know, but you mm. might have a good guess. I got nothing. I will go with the domestic interior. What are we thinking? $86 million. Okay. Mike domestic Tony. $86 million? Adam what? says $86 million. Well, I feel I need to confess that that spill of a drink was just a distract- distraction while Taylor Googled the actual fact and showed it to me on a cue card. Mm-hmm. So I know actually that it uh, domestically sold uh, 124 million. Okay, I don't know if that's fair the way that just went down, but I'm Graham, just that's just a lie. It's a total. It's just kidding. Taylor would I'm not do that. Look at that. Right in a Wonka. Are you really seriously? Did you do that? No, she did not do, that. do that. I was fucking around. They didn't do anything. He's just. Why do I listen to him? He steals from his fun. children. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will go with fifty million dollars in cash. Well, you, you do know that then they made Fantastic Four Silver Surfer, so they must have been somewhat encouraged. Hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> he, he was about to round up. I heard that. Yeah. Okay, I so you want you so you start with fifty, and then you're adding another hundred and fifty. Just a one, two, two hundred million. You're calling it two hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hundred million. Okay. Well, unfortunately, you're not allowed to go over in this game. So I said one hundred and fifty million. And so you're our winner because it was one hundred and fifty-four million dollars. <laughs> ah, really? Ah. Yep. Uh huh. Book it. Slam dunk. Cheater! <laughs> Cheater! <laughs> That's just the first game. All he, all he wins is the opportunity to go first in this next game. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a relatively new addition to the show that I enjoy playing called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? Oh, all right. People love it. Uh, I'm going to say, starting with Graham, and then we'll go to Mike and then to Adam, a uh, catchphrase from a motion picture. Might not be a terribly memorable one or a memorable motion picture, but just guess what movie this was the tagline for. And if Graham misses it, then uh, Mike has a chance to steal. So everybody pay attention. Okay. What movie, Graham, had the catchphrase, the third dimension is terror? What? <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking, I don't know, Hellraiser 2. Well, that would be really interesting <laughs> if they did that with Hellraiser 2. Okay, so Graham is uh, incorrect. $150 million. <laughs> uh, how much you... Hellraiser 2 made. <laughs> Uh, Mike, do you have any idea? Well, I, I'm just waiting, waiting to see if it's actually my turn because I know how Graham likes to keep guessing. <laughs> <sometimes>. <laughs> uh, 
No, it is a return. Uh, the, the third th dimension is terror. Two thousand one space odyssey. Called two thousand one space odyssey. That that is also wrong. Mm. We go to Adam. Third dimension. August Osage County. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 ding. It's actually a motion it was, picture. It was in the play. I didn't know. Yeah. It made the movie. The correct answer. I know that wins most fun answer, but the correct. <laughs> The correct answer is Jaws 3D. Ah, the third dimension ow. is terror. Oh, Jesus. You're kidding. I'm the worst Dennis at that Quaid? game. Is that Dennis Quaid? Uh, yeah, Janice sure. Quaid chain smokes. Yeah. Dennis Quaid, yeah, chain smokes. And they, and they couldn't get Roy Scheider, so they got the wife. Yeah. And, yeah. and Louis Gossett Jr. was. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, Lorraine <laughs> Gary was in that all That script of them. was so bad, they almost didn't get the shark. <laughs> The robot shark is really yeah. going to need another... Yes, he wants to do other things. He doesn't... <laughs> He's got a Broadway one-man show. He's selling. He's an Equus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. It was uh, great. Let's do another one. Let's see if anybody can get this one. Start, yeah. start with Graham again. <clears throat> We're all so good at it. Safety never takes a holiday. Starting with Graham's. Oh, Safety I... never takes a holiday. Shh. No audience guesses, please. Especially when you're right. <laughs> Those are the ones I hate the most. Uh, I... <laughs> Safety never takes... This is a comedy um, or an attempted one. Paul Blart Mall Cop. That is correct. Yeah! I knew it wasn't the I thought I'd one. throw in a gimme for Adam. Yeah. yeah. I don't Because you I knew it, right? Adam was in... You didn't know it or you did? did you did know. Yeah, you recognized I, I it right away. Guy, I know the guy who wrote it, so I'm like, fuck, why couldn't I get that question? <laughs> I got to get Meryl Streep's 16th movie that you kind of liked. That's the shit that I get. The wheel stops on me after all the ones I've seen are gone. Well, we start with Mike, because you guys are still in it, even though Graham got that one right. But if you, Beth, if you miss you, now, you get, you're out. I'm just going to give you $25. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I dare say, I mean, there's a couple of nice items in that bag, but that's pretty close to the value the entire, of, yeah, of the bag. Much. So it's a win-win for her. And if the cops show up and ask questions about the lighter, you don't know me. So fans can just, like, get a buyout. They're like, I don't want that bullshit. Just take the cash value. Like, yeah. I don't need That is an interesting new twist to the game. Like, I got to throw all that shit in my bag uh, again and fly home with it. <laughs> tired, of, tired of being a mule with schmoovies. <laughs> Bunch of schmoovies up my ass. Pouring off a kind bar to the lady that's cleaning the room. Hey, there you go. It's blueberry. Yeah. No, it's, it's that's why it's unbroken, because it didn't have to travel. Uh, Mike? Yes. What movie mm -hmm. has the tagline, mm -hmm. expect the impossible? Mission Impossible? That's correct. Nice. I was going to say the first Hellraiser. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now we go to Now we go to Adam. What movie had the tagline, expect the impossible again? <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> 
going with Mission Impossible. I need a serious answer. Is Mission Impossible 2? That's correct, Ed, and that yes. is the full title. It's a three-way tie. Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, everybody's back in it. We'll start with Graham again. Graham. Here we go. This time it's war. This time it's war. Can I have that again, please? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it's been bubbling up inside of me, and uh, I just wanted to say that to you. That's not the actual Oh, tagline. okay. It's just a challenge. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, this time it's war, Graham. Um, no, that's what it is. This time it's war. Uh, this war, time is war, a pretty good clue. War of the Roses. Which was, okay, sure. Was not the one I'm going to choose. No. Um, you can't just say titles and add, I'm not going to choose it. Alex Trebek wouldn't take that sort of shit. <laughs> what if you phrase it as a question? Yeah. He's uh, tried that. Okay. Graham's tried every trick in the book. War game. He's like, look over there. And I look over there and I look back and he still doesn't know the answer. Yeah. Uh, this time it's war. War games. Oh, okay. I don't know why I gave you another guess. <laughs> You're out. Yeah, Mike, right? Mike, what's the what's the uh, tagline this time? It's war. What movie? Uh, Rambo. Two. <laughs> I like the upgrade at the end. That I was, was there was a pause for dramatic yeah. purpose. So it sounds Two? like you're getting the concept of this time, like there was a previous time. That's good. I'm learning from Graham how this shit works. Just keep talking until you... It should be Rambo, because the Vietnam War was kind of a little police action, but now that small uh, town uh, in Washington, it's fucking game yeah. on. And I'm, uh, and I'm not correct, I assume? Nope. No. no. Adam? Let me guess. This time it's war? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've had time to think, and I still got nothing. Terms of endearment? Nope. It's a movie called Wartime. No. Uh... <laughs> that would be so awesome. No, it was a sequel, and it was uh, more of a battle than the previous film because this was for the movie Aliens. Uh, Aliens. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why did you say shit coming out of the stomach? Uh, I would have got that. Yeah. Look out for that shit stomach. Because, you know, the, in space, no one can hear you scream is probably the most famous and most yeah. parodied uh, one for the movie Alien. All right, Graham, you ready? Yes. From the humans who brought you Finding Nemo and Ratatouille. Mm -hmm. What was that the uh, tagline for? What was that the clunky, not catchy, all business tagline? <laughs> yeah, that's not From the humans who brought you Finding Nemo and Ratatouille. That's, that's not really a tagline. That's just name drops. I'm just, like, I pulled it. Yeah. That's it's, above the title. It's kind is of that, advertising line, that, yeah. 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 It's a positioning statement. Mm -hmm. From the humans, so there would either be... Is that... Is that... Uh, Wally or Despicable? That is correct. You yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wally! Uh -huh. Wally! Why can't you stop uh, over-guessing? I said Wally. Nice. But the movie's not called Wally and... Uh, or maybe... <laughs> okay, we go to Mike. What movie had the tagline, a comedy with great taste? A comedy with great taste. Jesus. 
That's I'm, it. I'm yeah, of the Christ. I'm you, just, <laughs> Jesus. You just said Jesus. Jesus. That was the title movie card. It's not Braveheart. It's got with great taste. That's a, a food uh, double meaning. I assume. It's very good. Tomorrow we'll do shows. Comedy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorting. I'm processing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Ratatouille. That is also correct. Oh! Good job. Exciting round. <laughs> All right, Adam, you got to get this one. Let's go. Nothing is on the line. What movie had... the tagline? Nothing no. is on the line? Yeah. Oh. Nothing important happens. What's that the tagline from? Uh, no, it's this one is save the day. Save the day. Ooh. I know they're basically just suggesting that you should see the movie. Oh, and save that particular day for it. I know. Oh, good. Real? You? I think so. I got a decent guess. All right. Save the day. I think I know it. Yeah. Happy for the two. You can you shut the fuck up? I'm processing. <laughs> Beth. $35. I'm sorry, baby. If it's not Groundhog Day, which I don't think it is, no. Day. That's your guess, Groundhog Day? No, because I know it's wrong. Can I can I guess at it? Or is it going to be... It's going to go to Graham. Okay. It's going to go to Graham. He won't know it, and then Mike is going to bring this thing home. I, I'm, Jesus, thanks. that's not fair. Okay. That's just my prediction. All right. I predicted Heaven's Gate. Why couldn't I predict? <laughs> hmm. Anything? I got nothing. All right. Graham? Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Nope. No. Mike? Is it Die Hard? Oh, I was so hot. I thought you would just bring it home right now. Oh, there. shit. Because it's in, in the theme that I had running there. That was the tagline for The Incredibles. Ah. Oh. Incredibles, yeah. I'm super psyched about Incredibles, too. Let me just say that right now. Well, you should save the day. Right? I'm going to save this. Time to save a day again is going to be the tagline for Incredibles, too. You missed the first day. I thought there was going to be more to that. I thought that, yeah, I was right. You missed the first day. I, I, I said it. Uh-oh, Adam's mic cut out again. Not, nobody spiked it. <laughs> uh, let's see how we're doing on time, everybody. Oh, we're doing pretty good, I think. Good. Yeah. It's a nail biter. Uh, let's play a game that's uh, uh, sort of new to the show, and it's a lot of fun. Let's play with the reverse Malton game. Is this the one? Is this the like for the points and everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're playing the two points. Okay, this is it. This, this is the one that will determine the who's bonus the, lightning round? the winner today. No, it's the opposite of a lightning round, especially when Graham is one of the participants, because he has to run through in his head every Leaf Garrett movie <laughs> that he could think of. Both of them? Yeah. Uh, no. We should do Leaf Garrett. Quite taxing. Yeah. Last Man Stanton with Leaf Garrett. It would be. I would play that game forever. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of uh, stalling. <clears throat> so uh, no, this is um, it's a little complicated, but I, I trust you guys are going to uh, jump Boy, right, jump right on board. Graham gets to go first. He gets to pick the first uh, movie that we're going to play. I'll give him three choices. He'll name which one of those movies he thinks he knows the most amount of actors who participated in that film. 
Then I'll tell you guys what Leonard Malton says in terms of actors. And then uh, basically you have to start bidding on how many of those actors you think you can name in any order. But you have to be the ones listed by Mr. Malton in this. Beth, act. I'm just going to write you a check. <laughs> you, you never know. You never know which, which movies might. Setup. Well, you're, you're going to figure it out when it gets to you. Smoking the Bandit. Don't yell at just yell out titles. We're gonna. Graham's gonna pick one, and Graham, I'd like you to choose between Superman, Superman Returns, and Man of Steel. Which one of those do you think you know more of the actors who appeared in that film? I'll go Superman. You're talking about the 1978 Christopher Reeve Superman. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? <laughs> Which one do you want to go with? I'll go with Superman. Just Superman? The first. Yeah, not Superman Returns. Yeah, just the first one. Okay. It was the early one. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. and so I was thinking the George Reeves one. So uh. That one's great. Leonard lists 20 names, and including the one that you've already said out loud, how many... How many names from that original Superman do you think you can name, Graham? I want to look at the other guys, see if they seem confident. <laughs> that is brilliant, Adam. That is brilliant. Mike's a poker player, so I don't know what he's... I don't know what he's doing, what's going on in his head. I'm all in. Nice. Um, I will go with... It's 20 names. I know. It's crazy. Um, I'm looking right at him, and I can only do like four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel better. I had three. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'll do, I'll do four. All right, so then we go to Mike, and uh, Graham says he can name four. So your options are to bid higher, like if you think you can name five actors from the uh, Superman from 1978, then you can uh, you know, bid accordingly. But if you don't mm -hmm. think you can do it, just challenge Graham, and then he, right before our eyes, he has to come up with those four names. Okay, I'm going I'm to be forced to challenge because I can only think of three. So, yeah. Graham? It seems like most people would be in, in that zone. I'm passing it this back audience that can name more, of course. Right. So, Graham, we won't say whether he's right or wrong on any of these until he's gotten four names out of his mouth. Which four actors can I'll you go name? Christopher Reeve. I'll go Ned Beatty. Oh, um. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was expecting you to do three without um... Coming into play. <laughs> um, I literally just blanked on all the names. Um, Superman. Well, that was Christopher Reeve. 1978. Uh, yeah, that's, that was played in Ed Beatty. Beatty. And of course, Lex Luthor. Poem. We all know who that was played by. 
Don't try to egg the audience into giving you answers. Yeah, these people are smart. They They're know all of them. They're not going to fall for that shit. Mm. But they might be Team Graham. Can I steal for back? Yeah, Amy, Amy Adams was not in this Superman. <laughs> Wrong Superman. No, you can't steal from Graham, unfortunately. It's, not, it's up to him to make this happen. He's running out of time. Lois Lane? <laughs> you can't flop over to fictional names. You have to try to come up with who played her. And Carl Weathers. Somebody yelled out Apollo Creed. And Carl. Thank you for listening to the episode for Monday, folks. <laughs> Clarence Weathers. Clarence. <laughs> Charlie Withers. I don't see a Charlie Withers on this list. 20 names. You've named two. I'm going to have to call time on you in the next 7 to 15 minutes. Just start shouting this random names. This makes me so mad when I, this happens and I blank on them and then I'm going to get 10,000 tweets. Yeah, I can see all of the movies these people were in. Well, Gary Cooper, the guy who played... Uh, the okay, so Gary Cooper's your third guess. What's your fourth guess? Gary Cooper. Jackie Cooper. Jackie Cooper. Okay, so that's your fourth guess? No, Jack, I'm replacing Gary with Jackie. Okay, so, okay, that's not how it works, but one more name. You have five seconds. God Two, damn it. One. The guy from Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, yes, of course. He changed his name yeah. to the guy for the Royal Tannenbaum. So technically you're right. Thing. Nice try, Graham. I'm going to give the point to Mike oh. and then rub in your face that this movie also featured some little-known actors that went by the names Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. I couldn't fucking come up with the, Gene goddamn Hackman. The Tannenbaum's guy. The Tannenbaum's know. guy. You know the, the Tannenbaum's guy? You know, the Mooseport guy? Yeah, the guy that's been in 500 movies. I can quote lines from all of the movies no. he's been in, but I can't think of Gene goddamn Hackman. Look, he played Popeye in that one movie. Any constellation, you're the only one that really knows his middle name was goddamn. <laughs> Margot Kidder, I think she was on the list. Yes, Margot Kidder. Perrine. Valerie Perrine, yeah. Valerie Perrine. Oh, you guys are killing it. Yeah. Sure, this one I know. All right, you get to pick the next uh, category there, uh, uh, Adam. Okay, you're, what do you got? You're in control. <laughs> burp. All right? Yeah, I need to be burped. I'm not sure. Um, and then we'll go, we'll go right back at, uh, at Mike again. Go ahead. And, uh, you get to pick between these three films. Mm. Here we go. This is 40, this is the end, <laughs> or this is Spinal Tap. Oh. Spinal Tap. Oh. All right, he's going oh. with Spinal Tap. Fast, yes. fast choice. Yes. Of course, from 1984, and Leonard lists, not as many as you'd think, considering how big a cast it had. He, he just lists eight names, or no, not, uh, nine names. Let's call it nine. Nine. Yeah, you list nine. So out of these nine names, how many think you can bid? And you can bid as low as one if you want. You know, you don't yeah. have to go crazy. Oh, I got, I'm trying to, oh, fuck. I just saw him. I just sort of, I just sort of, I just saw it in his pants. He's going through the things, taking it out. It's three, okay. Look, I process in pictures, okay? So do I. Don't yeah. judge me. Show us your work. Show us your work. Uh, I got four. Oh, he's got four. Four. So. I'll go four. He's seeing four. 
I'm going to go... Mike? I'm going to go five. Mike Sacconi says he can name five people from this is Spinal Tap. You're a dick. I'm going to go six. Uh, Graham Elwood thinks... Nice. He can waste the rest of our afternoon (laughs) while he tries (laughs) to pick... The guy from that one thing? The other fellow who once tied this? <laughs> so Graham says he can get six of these, Adam. Oh, he's got five. And, you know, it's just what uh, Leonard lists, so, uh, you know, I, you can't I, really vouch for if he's going to pick the... Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, seven. Ah, wow. Did not see that coming. Ah, I'm gonna go eight. What? Gonna. Okay, that's. My neck is interesting. This could decide the game right here. Name it. All right. Okay, so you gotta name eight people from This Is Spinal Tap that are on that list, correct? That are on this list of nine people. Just doesn't seem likely. All right, we're gonna happen, but it's, you know, it keeps the game going, that's for sure. If you don't get it, if you do get it. This place, we are going to demolish this place. Get ready to wreck the Get junk, ready folks. to flip over your tables. Watch for broken glass. It's very dangerous. Yeah. In an orderly, nerd-like yeah, fashion. In an orderly manner. Yeah. Uh, Me and Adam have a show here at 7, but fuck it. We don't care. Yeah. Cancel the early show. It's, it's broken anyway. I don't even have a mic yeah. stand. All right. uh, you need eight names. All right. I'm going to start with the uh, lesser uh, parts. Oh, that seems like a bad move, but okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for sucking the confidence out of me, Doug. I would just recommend going for the biggest names because they're more likely to be listed because they're not. So if I say one that's not on there, do I automatically lose, or you just say no? Nope, well, you can, you, can you, you you need to name eight of them, yeah. So uh, and they have to be ones that are on here. So all right, that, that's why I. Mm-hmm. If I were a betting man, but uh, I would put a lot of money against you right now. And you are a betting man. I've seen you. All right, uh, here we go. No one will take this action. Jesus, a lot of fucking stalling, right? What the fuck? I've learned from the best. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Rattle them off. We're impressed uh, no matter what you do. We're all winners, Mike. <laughs> Billy Crystal. Dana Carvey. Paul Schaefer. Fran Drescher. Okay, you finally got one. <laughs> I just practiced my double take on that one. Boy! <laughs> Who else? Uh, uh, Rob Reiner. Okay. How about someone in the band? Yeah, there's a band called Spinal no. Tap. I'm leaving those for the end because those are the easy guys. But am I, am I, am I on five? You've have guessed get... five names. Okay. Two of those have been accurate. Seriously? Only hit two that are on the list? Unfortunately, yes. Shit. Okay. Then uh, Christopher Guest. Uh-huh. Harry Shearer, uh-huh. Michael McKeon. That's your eight names. So, the, good job. It was 
definitely named eight people that were in that movie. But unfortunately, by Leonard's list, Billy Crystal and Dana Carvey did not have large enough roles. He did list Fran Drescher. Yes. I mean, wow. Dana Carvey and Billy Crystal both are like mimes in one yeah. scene. Like, they're barely in it. Mimes right. money. I thought that yeah. might make the list because they then became famous. No, well, the guy who played the... Um, uh, no, that's not how this is done. That's what I was trying to steer you away okay. from, that All kind right. of behavior, because so, you're it's right. just basically more like just what the billing of the movie probably was. I see. I mean, the guy, the guy that played their manager, I see. Tony Hendra, Okay. Is, Listed uh, fifth, and then June Chadwick, who I assume plays the uh, girlfriend, the girl that uh, says that it was recorded yeah. in Dublin, right. and uh, R.J. Parnell. I don't even know what character that was, and David Calf made the list. Whoever that is, <laughs> so that's why I was worried for you when you said eight out of nine. Yes, I, I misunderstood. I think David Calf was going to make an appearance. Monka girl. From your mouth. But that just means that the game keeps going because Graham Elwood is the one who challenged you, so he's got a point now. There you go. Okay. Adam gets to pick again and uh, determine everybody's fate. You did a great job with that one. Thank you. That was an excellent, excellent choice. Thank you. I like to be judge and executioner. Led to some very uh, competitive play, which I enjoy. Uh, would you like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Splash, yes. that thing you do, mm -hmm. or Saving Private Ryan. Which one of those three movies do you think you know the most or more than the other two players? Splash. Of the actors. Oh, oh another interesting choice. Go with Splash. Splash, also from 1984. You. Did you? Yeah. I. That was... The, the Vegas Were you guys having show. a crazy yeah. bachelor night or I mean yeah. married guy night? Yeah, a little karaoke. Um, Splash. Yeah, there was the, there was a Vegas topless show called Splash. I think that's the one we saw together. Right, at the, at the Riviera. Uh, exactly, yeah. Um, eight names. Okay. Wow. And Adam gets to go first and then Graham and then Mike and yeah, just eight names. But how many of those do you think you could uh, reel off? Adam. All right, hold on. He wasn't in it. You're not related to Jerry Ferrara. No, no. Good for you. He wasn't in it either. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I know Gene. He played Hackman. the baby. Gene Goddamn Hackman, I think. Was. No, he wasn't. Gene Hackman is in this movie. Oh, fuck. Who's the guy? Oh, shit. No, because I can see the face. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, this is awful. It's a tough game sometimes. I got three. I got okay, three he says so you can name three. Oh, yeah, that's not your final bid? I got three so far. I just want to see if I can get away if I, if I can get away with, like, being on Grand Elwood time. I could stall a little bit. <laughs> Go so back to the Vegas story about the Riviera. Yeah. That, that always works. Diversional stories. That lady's fucking leaving. She She's went, just like, you just said three. Bullshit. I'm out of here. Just three? So. She just wants to get high again. Give her a break. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, You're stalling. The show is a little too long buzz. for a typical high. <laughs> These guys were very rude, so I'm going to wait till you get back. Let's Always wait for her to smoke a bowl outside. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying three so far. I got four. I'm four. He's going four. 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 four names, Graham, from the motion picture Splash. Splash. 
Oh, Adam Pereira, I'm going to need you to name it. Okay. All right, so you got Tom Hanks, Daryl Eugene Levy, John Candy. Those are four of the names out of the Nice! Three-way tie! Three-way tie! Nice! Nice. You're one step closer to saving $35. That's good. Yeah, it gets tough with the remaining four names. I don't know if I, I'm a big fan of the movie, but uh, Dodie Goodman, Richard B. Shull, Shecky Green, and Howard Morris. Shecky. Yeah. Shecky, yeah. It's big, Shecky, yeah. It's big cinema debut. But it's mostly those top four that do most of the heavy lifting in that movie. I couldn't think past that at all, so I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thank you for the empty encouragement. <laughs> uh, okay, so Adam won the point there after being uh, challenged by Graham. So that means we're going to start for this final round, the determining round. We're going to start with Mike mm-hmm. and then go to Graham. So good luck even getting to participate, Adam. <laughs> you might not have to. Hey, man, she's got weed. This table where the weed lady left is just going to slowly, people are going to slowly get up one by one and just kind of, oh, I think I left something in the car. Yeah. As she left, I heard her say, I'll leave the pipe on the back of the toilet. Wow. It's like the Godfather with the gun. You be good. I don't want brother just coming out there with a joint in his hand. (laughs) Nice. 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 Sonny Corleone, ladies and gentlemen. Very nicely done. All right, so uh, Graham gets to pick. No, I thought Mike. Oh, Mike. Oh, uh, Mike. Don't, then, we'll go, don't then we'll go steal to Graham. this from me. Mike. Yeah. Yes. Which movie do you think you know the most people from? Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon 2? Or Lethal Weapon 4? Just I bid conf- one. Just to confuse matters. And I'm scared. Which I did one, one and I'm very scared. You gotta I'll pick a movie challenged. first. Oh, before you. Uh, Lethal Weapon, the first one. Lethal Weapon, the first. Hello, I'm Lethal Weapon, the first. You fear me? <laughs> Bring before me what is mine, you unbelievers. Seven <laughs> names. Seven names. Yeah, seven. he cracked out seven names for the first Lethal Weapon film from 1987. Uh, how many of those? I think yeah. I know how many you can name. I'm not a fan of the uh, series there. Really? Mm-mm. Retroactively? Oh, this will be fun. Yeah. Do you just so, can't go back I, and watch uh, Mel Gibson anymore now that you know who? I, he's a horrible person? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I watched them back then, but then I erased them. Coming to a Seder at my house, I'll tell you that much. This uh, incident. Uh, it's so hard to root for Martin Riggs when you know he's sexist. Yeah. He's Field Marshal Martin Riggs. <laughs> I would like to thank you now for giving me Mel Gibson just by bringing that up. Now I'm. I'm Wait. Go, I'm going up. There was any doubt about whether or not. I'm going up to anyone two. Anyone was going to. Oh. I'm going up to. You said Mel Gibson. I go, okay, now two. <laughs> oh, you think I'm just going to keep talking and give away. That's what I'm hoping Four for, names. and so is this broad. 
Uh, Sills this broad. <laughs> Look at his broad over here, hoping for hey, the big fucking win. There you go. Some broad over here. Hey. hey yo. Got a bag of fucking treats for you, broad, huh? Hey. Take that back when you, when you fucking clean your kitchen. That's right. Yeah. That fucking hey. broad. Cleaning products with your $35. No. Who's the tomato that brought the cookies? Hey. I told you to go wait in the truck. Hey, this There's broad- a bowl of water in there. You'll be fine. Nice gams. <laughs> Don't smoke my weed. <laughs> she is never coming back. She's just outside smoking. <laughs> Happy to be high. And How many actors you fake trauma? Two. Um, I'm bad. At two. Is You're gonna bid two. Okay, two. Graham. Can you name more than two people that participated in the original Lethal One film? Yes, I will go. Three. He says three, Adam. Fuck, I had three. Oh. <laughs> How many are in it? Take a second. How many are in it? He only lists seven. He only lists seven. Yeah. Graham thinks he can name. Three I think I think the lady that played the psychologist she just passed away. She did. I think she did. One. You got four. There's a guy that says you front table wants you to go four. They're giving telling you a lot you to of bid four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sending you telepathic they know messages. What, they know you'll mm-hmm. figure it out. There's a broad out there with four fucking fingers up. That's how much scotch I want in my goddamn drink. Four fingers. That's right. Break them all, you guinea brat. <laughs> now pick it up. <laughs> That was a scene from The Godfather. That was Carlo. Yes. Oh, who played the... No, she was in the second one. Oh. Are you thinking of Joe Pesci? <laughs> it wasn't. That was Gone Fishing. That was Gone Fishing? That was Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. I thought Glover. it was the yeah. super. You're mixing up your Danny Glover films. Um. Okay, there's another one out of the gate. <laughs> Boy, can we fuck up a game, Some real strategic play here today. I think we got all three pretty much listed, right? Not yet. You're not going to trick me that way. I'm going four. He's saying four names. Okay. We've given you two. Yeah, thank you. You got two on your own, you think. Oh, and you gave me the two tough ones. Thank you so much. (laughs) The guys on the poster. Yeah, Yeah, those two. Uh, I'm going to have to throw it back at you because I got nothing. Okay, well, there's, All right. there's, there's Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Richard Donner, um, and I, was, I hope Renee Russo was in the first one. Uh, uh, Richard or Donner. she wasn't. <laughs> Richard Donner directed it. But he also played the... Uh, He's not on the list. No smoking guy. When he says, what does that say? Yeah, but I don't give a fuck. Is he on the that list? That was him? I think it was. All right. Well, you failed either way because oh. he's not listed. And uh, the, the most obvious maybe. Oh, I'm some, sorry. Did I say I was done? Well, you said four names and two of them are wrong. So I sort of jumped to conclusions. All right. All right. But do you want to name somebody else I got just none. for fun? Pee Wee Herman? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Gene goddamn Hackman? Yeah, Gene Hackman plays the FBI agent. Remember fighting on the lawn with the bad guy, Mel Gibson, and... Oh, fuck, I got... Oh, yeah. Who was that? That, that jackrabbit son of a bitch. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, he was also yeah, in Point Break. Yeah, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Fuck. I, you know what? The hair. I thought that was Rene Russo. That's where I fucked up. Very much alike, those two. Gary That's Busey, Rene Russo. All right. Yeah, then Mitchell Ryan and uh, Tom Aikens, Atkins, uh, Darlene Love, and Tracy Wolf. Darlene Love, shit. She was Danny Glover's wife, and Fuck, Tracy Wolf right. was the daughter. That was, that was actually a good doc. Did you and Riggs that? was like looking at the daughter, and he was like, Don't you look at my daughter. And Riggs was like, I'm suicidal. I'll fuck anything I want. Yes. I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing. That's right. <laughs> I think it was more internal do- internal monologue. Yeah, it's just stuff I say to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Worst paraphrasing ever. Mike is our winner, you guys, with hey! two points. Mike! Come and get your prize bag, Taylor Wonka. Congratulations, Taylor. Are you Taylor Wonka? Oh, you brought donuts. And you oh, brought donuts. An angel. But there's also another name tag on here? Oh, okay. Thank you, table mates. All right. Table mates. Mm-hmm. That's so nice of you. Yeah, give her back her walk. Yes. Do we need that piece of paper so you can read the thing? No, because oh. you won. She got the contents of the prize bag. Yeah, and this yeah. other uh, Beth over here gets 35 bucks. Boy, it looks like all the fucking broads are the winners tonight. Yeah. Oh. here for the broads and a half. Yeah, raise one hey. for the broads. Shake your tits, babies. Wait, that went too far, you guys. Whoa, it was, whoa. So, it was fun for a while, oh, but sorry. Then, wow. sorry. Mike, sorry. What's, I got what's, caught up in the whole uh, you know what's sexism of it. That's good taste. You've gone too far. Let's take a step back that way. Graham, does your thing have a shithead on the back? Yes, there? it does, Doug. Can you pass it down to me? You got it, buddy. Oh, the whole thing. Oh, boy. That's right, Doug. Okay, that's that's a weird one. So, we got some donuts up here. Does that mean people in the audience want to get hit with them? Oh, shit. Graham, can you do the honors? Of course. Oh, shit. Just, ooh, that's a weird one. Look at this second one. Look at this one. This one looks like... Oh, it's got spunk in The last scene of a porno that... Ah! Yeah. Who wants to play? Does good? anybody want the cream pie donut? <laughs> oh, Somebody have like a target I can try to hit. Asshole. I've got a tube sock under my bed that looks like that. Throw up! Hey, hold up the Arnold Schwarzenegger head. I'm gonna hit that thing right in the fucking face. <laughs> hey, Doug. You know what? Yeah. It's not a tuba. Oh no. You guys want to throw donuts? I would love to. Just grab one and throw it at something. Yeah, one arm catch. Oh, that dude's soft. Hey, but a broad got it. Eight up, sweet eight. There you go. (laughs) Happy birthday. Here, have a birthday donut. Yeah. Eat your goddamn birthday yeah. donut, birthday boy. Whip your dick out and play ring toss, you Wait fucking a second. Oh, Always oh, too far. Oh, this far fucking again. day. I don't know why I became that. Happy birthday, sir. Thank you for spending it this afternoon with us. You're a lovely human being. One more time for Graham Elwood. He has to go. 
I'll be in the lobby. I got uh, comedy film nerd books and all that other Palm Strike stuff. Thank you so yeah, much. Uh, Graham, tell us real quick again the details about L.A. Podfest uh, coming yes. up soon. Yes, Los Angeles Podcast Festival, September 18th through the 20th. Uh, come out to L.A. Uh, if you're in Kansas City or wherever. Uh, tickets, discount hotel rooms are at LAPodfest.com. If you can't make it to L.A., we will be doing a live video stream of all 40-plus shows and panels. Uh, and this, uh, pa- that costs $25. And if you use coupon code... Doug. Doug. <laughs> or no, say, it might be DLM. It might be DLM. It's DLM, I it's think. It's DLM. If you use coupon code DLM uh, or the Dining with Doug and Carrie, or Dining. Dining. Either one of those coupon codes, you save five bucks, you guys. Yeah, five so, bucks off, 20 bucks to watch yeah. all the shows. For, and, you, and they're available for three weeks after, so... Come yeah. to L.A. PodFest. These are mostly podcasts that never are on video, so it's a great chance to see yeah. what they look like and who the people on them look like. People always, when they meet Graham for the first time, are like, oh, I didn't picture that. Wow, at all. I th- somebody said to me, I thought you looked like, you sound more like Eddie Pepitone. Not a compliment, you guys. Not at all. Not Eddie's at all. Eddie's a terrific guy, but that's a totally different look than yeah, what... It's- than what Graham's going for. It's, uh, Google both names. All right, thanks, Graham. He's going to be out in the lobby. You Thank guys. you guys so much. Yeah, Graham. Go out there and buy some of his stuff, get some pictures taken with him. <laughs> guys, what do you got coming up? Adam, you got anything that people should be looking for? Yeah, I'll be doing a show in about 45 minutes. Yeah, so stick around for that. With Mike Ciccone, and I start shooting a new season of Top Gear probably late September. Top Gear, everybody. (laughs) Risking his life on the regular for our entertainment. Dangerous, right? Yeah. 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 It's not as dangerous as trying to name fucking lethal weapon actors. (laughs) I'm still pissed off I didn't get Gary Busey, but... You guys just chat amongst yourselves. I'll be going over this. I'll be beating myself up for the rest of the evening. Yeah, and Mike Ciccone's our big winner, everybody. Also performing here in 45 minutes. And what else have you got going on, Mike? Uh, I'm trying to desperately uh, try to retire from show business, but uh, people like Adam keep dragging me back in. Well, in this podcast, uh, it's gonna, you're not going to believe the reaction people are going to have. I know, I to know. To you and, no, your, your, and your I'm a, I'm a dad with two kids humor. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, such I'm an sure. interesting take on comedy. Yeah, child services is at my house now. I'm sure, <laughs> but I'll be in Vegas uh, next month with Dom Herrera at the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana. Well, that'll be a great show. Go see those guys. And Mike is very popular with all the broads. With all the broads, show up, baby. <laughs> I guess you could say that in Vegas, but that shit doesn't stand here in Kansas City. Uh, Doug Lowe's Movies returns to Hyenas in Dallas next Saturday at 4.20. And thanks again to all of you guys for coming on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Kansas City, Missouri. Hopefully this show got recorded. I feel good about it. Nobody ever stepped on the computer. So it seems to be in good shape. And as always... Having a fair when Doug Benson is here making parking terrible is a shithead. Yeah, so stop having fairs while I'm here. Work that shit out. It's not on me to know if a fair is going on or not. And this is a classic. I can't, I can't agree more with this one. Ants at a picnic are a shithead. <laughs> Play that end theme if you have it.
now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause 